Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply I belong, I belong to you. I belong, I belong to you. You do just what you want. You're the one I trust. I'm Sai, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the Andy Campbell Championship Show. This show is available on all social media formats. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope Stroke Twitter at the moment. The Ace Podcast Nation, the home of many podcast series and shows, and uh, lots of top guests coming up. So if you check out uh, the various social media platforms in the description and at the end of the show, and you'll be able to uh, find them all. And there is lots to find and lots coming up. Of course, Monday, 7.30, we've got the Andy Campbell Football Show this week with special guest, Mr Barry Hales. Very much looking forward to that. And uh, big shout out and thanks to Black Diamond Sport for all the support. The Black Diamond Sport is a global sports agency representing sports stars from around the world. And for more information visit their LinkedIn page or their social media pages, which you can find again in the description and also at the end of the show. But uh, a big shout out to them. And also, we uh, we welcome and we thank Darren Ralston for uh, sponsoring this show, this show and the Monday show. And uh, we thank them for the support. And uh, just here's a very, very quick little video clip about them. My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my Auntie Louise told Mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen. Like if Mummy or Daddy got sick. 
then we'd get enough money to take care of us and our house would be paid for so we wouldn't get taken away. After an hour, Darren said goodbye and Mummy and Daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted, we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Bespoke Financial, we thank them for sponsoring the show. And of course, to talk championship football with myself is 45 minutes of football talk with Cardiff City, Middlesbrough, former Cardiff City and Middlesbrough striker, Mr Andy Campbell. How are you, sir? Good evening, mate. Yeah, looking forward to this one. We've had a, um, a good week. Uh, loads of talk about loads of games. Um, the league's not getting any better or worse for some certain clubs. It's, uh, it's, it's hotting up. Six games left. Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's very interesting. It's even, mm. I find it's even more difficult to predict after the, the break for COVID and lockdown and everything. Because mm. you just see some of the results, they are all. No, I totally agree. So, I totally agree. I think uh, I think playing behind closed doors is not making it any more uh, plain and simple for his home and advantage, his win, his away and advantage. It's just I don't know what's happening at the minute. It's uh, some very strange results, uh, but I'm sure we'll uh, we'll unravel the mess, so to speak, in the next forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's like knowing where to start, really. But as, as always, we'll go with the uh, the any other business. And with this show, it is purely championship. Uh, it's away from the games. And we just talk, pick some stories up. So, um, first of all, we're going to follow up on basically a, a one we picked from last week, really, mate. Uh, which is Jude Bellingham on the brink of uh, moving to Dortmund, BBC Sport have reported. Um, obviously, we mentioned last week or sh- a big shout out to Jan Agafjotoft who were uh, his connections in that part of the world are very good. Uh, he had reported it, and uh, it looks like it's on the brink of happening. Yeah, well, as I say, we uh, we came across the story. I think it was last last Friday or Thursday, uh, late Thursday, early early Friday. And um, and Jan always knows his stuff. You know, he knows he knows every link in inside and outside German football. So you know what I mean. This has obviously be a, a huge move uh, and a move which. Um, Sees a young player, another young English player, moving um, out to the Bundesliga, and if he's half as successful as uh, Jaden Sancho, for example, he's got he's got an opportunity because he's he's very talented. Listen, if he does go through and he does go there, I think he'll be a success, and it'll only help British football. I don't see it as a I don't see it as a as a bad move. Yeah, and I think let's be honest. If let's say worst case scenario, he was to go out there and have an absolute nightmare, barely play. Worst case scenario is he'd have to come back to the to a championship side because someone would take a risk on him. Even if he goes out there and plays two games in three years, he'd still only be nineteen twenty, and uh, you know someone would take a risk on him. Someone, oh, some, someone would uh, have a go. <laughs> listen, Ty, it's uh, <clears throat> run about a seventeen-year-old boy now. Just turned seventeen, yeah, I think, a week a or two ago, and he's still a baby in terms of football. Um, he's played so many games as uh, at the age he is. Um, he's had a really, really successful season in a, in a, in a good upcoming side. Um, I think it'll be a it'll be a big loss for Birmingham City. I think uh, to fill the gap, what he leaves will be will be massive for them because unless they have a another hidden gem, um, so to speak. But uh, but yeah, you, personally, you've got to you've got to look at it from the boy's point of view and, and his progression. And um, I wouldn't wouldn't have been a big advocate of uh, him moving to the Premier League and uh, and not playing and being sitting on the bench. Whereas in Germany, I do believe he's got better chance to play and, and progress on with that technical side of football. And I think I think it'll suit him down the ground the way that he plays. Yeah, I think the interesting one with that, um, whilst I thought Man United would have been a good move for him, if you look at Daniel James, Daniel James started like a house on fire. No one expected him to play too many games this year. Started like a house on fire. He's gone off the boil a little bit and he's getting a lot of criticism from United fans because he did so well to start with. And I think it's probably knocked his confidence a little bit. Whereas Daniel James is like nineteen twenty. If you take Jude Bellingham and there, and then he started off like a house on fire, and then goes off the boil because he's a yeah. kid. It's, I think there's less pressure on him to a certain degree by going to Germany, which is odd yeah. because you know they're still playing Champions League football, probably still going to be competing for a title. Yeah, I think you've got to look at it. Also, he'll probably look at uh, the model of. Daniel James and go, has he played the amount of games that, that I want to play? You know what I mean? You look at um, the players in his position and, and he'll see Fernandez, he'll see Pogba potentially staying for another year, he'll see Matic, he'll see uh, other players in there and 
And will he get enough game time? And that's key because yeah, going to Man United one thing, but not playing. You know, he's at, he's, at a, he's at a stage in his career where the next move for him is quite vital, really. You know what I mean? In, in, in terms of progression, in terms of improving. And, and for me, he's a fantastic young footballer with loads of potential. And, uh, and I would love to see how he did on that big stage in that Champions League uh, against an English side. Uh, and so he fared, really. You know, so I think it's, a, uh, it's an opportunity for go to a different country. Um, learn a different language and have a different lifestyle and, and, and see where it ends up. Yeah, he's a very, very talented boy, I've got to say. He's like 17. It's unbelievable. But, um, you know, this show, fast, fast moving, fast moving. So we're not going to stay on the same subject for too long. Uh, so we're going to move on to something which is interesting. And you've just literally, before we went on air, have given me a bit of a different outlook onto this. So I'm kind of looking forward to speaking to it. But uh, Wigan Athletic going into administration. Um, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's, just, it's a strange one timing-wise because obviously we've we've been in the middle of a, um, a COVID nineteen where there have players haven't been uh, sorry clubs haven't been able to get any income and things and uh, Wigan have came back and they've been on fire they've won enough games they've done really well um, and then all of a sudden now they're going to uh, administration which has a twelve point deduction or should have a twelve point deduction which I, I do feel um, it's got to be it's got to happen. Uh, because it's the same for every other club who goes, who goes, who enters into it. Um, but I just see it as sometimes it can be a business decision, a business call that now they've got enough points and give themselves a fighting chance to stay up. It could be more tactical than than anything. Um, I might be wrong, uh, but I do feel as though I, I look back and think, why didn't they do it uh, during at the start of COVID or especially the first week back because things haven't improved financially. You know what I mean? Everyone knows and things aren't going to improve. You know what I mean? The debts have always been there or been there for the last six months. Um, and um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a mess and it's always going to be a mess. And uh, by the rumours, what I'm reading and hearing, um, there's, there's enough people who, who, who might come in and save the club, which is great news because I don't want uh, Wigan Athletic, which is a very good 34. club, by the way. 34 yeah. interested parties, apparently. Yeah, I don't want to see them go to the wall like a, like a berry. You know what I mean? They're too good. I played there quite a lot of times. You know what I mean? I've had really some good some good times there as a player and it's always a nice football club. And um, So, yeah, I hope they get themselves sorted. But it's, it's it's a mess and it's and it doesn't sound or look good from an outsider looking in. It does not. And um, what are they, seven points clear of Stoke? In uh, I think there might be eight. Bottom, I, think, yeah. I think there might be eight. So they'll, they'll go four points inside the relegation. So they'll be four points away from uh, doable, from safety. Oh, that's listen. When you six think, games um... with six games to go. You know, what I mean, that could be a that could have been a sit around the table. Um, look at the games left. You know what I mean? Because you're probably best off doing it at the start of the season because it gives yourself a fighting chance with minus twelve than than doing it right now. It it, it just becomes a a very strange time in doing it unless you. Unless you're happy to go down, which I don't believe they are, or they believe they can stay up with that deduction, which I do believe they can. Yeah, and I think as well they'll probably sell. They'll probably have to sell some players in the summer. Um, so we're gonna we'll do the majority of the questions at the end. Uh, I just wanted to do that one because he was referring to something that you said last week. Uh, Leslie says last week or the week before, Andy said he didn't think Derby would make the top six. Does he still feel that way now? Did I say that? Uh, I think you did. Yeah. Did I? I, I think, can't remember I think, saying um, that. I don't know if you said you didn't think they would, but I think you said that there was probably other teams who would oh, get okay. maybe more likely. Okay. And you, I think you did say though, you did say that um, they more than capable of making a late run as well. So. Yeah, well, th- th- listen, they're a good side. Um, do I believe they'll get in the top six? Um, if I had to put my, uh, if I have to, if I have to give an honest answer, I'd say no because I, I believe um, uh, Brentford or West Brom will be in. Um, Forest will be in. Fulham will be in, and then you've got one more. And at the minute, Cardiff are in. So you know, what I mean, it's it's about getting in there. It's not about it's 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 a chasing pack at the minute. You know, what I mean, if the season finished today, they wouldn't be in it. So it's up to them to get in it. So it's a big it's a big ask. They're on fire though. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm gonna. So we will go a bit further into this in detail. But um, it seems like the right time to uh, to just to hear someone else's point of view on the uh, on that very subject. Joined by uh, ex Scotland Cardiff City defender Mr. Kevin McNaughton. You all right, mate? All good, mate. How's it going? All good. So, we're going to talk about the championship. Do you think Cardiff will make the playoffs and do you think they will get promoted? I still think there's maybe missing a, a wee bit more quality, but I know it's, it's good having Tomlin back. 
uh, if he gets himself fit, then he'll make a difference. But um, yeah, I'll, 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 it'll be tough. It'll be a, a tough push for them to, to get promoted. So I'm kind of, I'm hoping more than really expecting, to be honest with you. Mm. Do you think? Um, do you think they make the playoffs and then maybe fail to get promotion? Yeah, they'll, they'll still be a decent season if they get the playoffs. And you know, you never know with the playoffs. Playoffs is obviously a bit of a lottery at times. So, yeah, yeah it's about the form, isn't it? Um, yeah. And who do you think will uh, go up automatic? Will maybe win the playoffs, and who's going down in the championship? I always fancy Brentford. Um, I always fancy them. I know they've got a good win at the weekend, but even before that, I still think, still think they've had, you know, I've been chatting on the door a bit, so I think fancy Brentford to go up. Um, relegation, Barnsley have seemed to pick up, it's, it's a tough call with relegation. I think um, there's a few teams that seem to be finding form. Like, I mean, if these next few games are also important because I'll see, I'll sort of assess if some teams don't hit the ground running, then they're going to find themselves in a, a bit of bother, really. So. Mr. Kevin He's McNaughton there. Sat on the fence there, though, didn't he? he sat on the fence there in the oh, end. Yeah. I didn't, uh, you know, that there's me getting stick for, for saying that certain clubs... That, by the way. Naughty. <laughs> yeah, he sat on the fence a little bit. But, um, yeah, Mr. Kevin McNaughton, ex-Scotland Car City defender. Um... So, for me, I kind of hinted at it during my chat there with Kev. I think that Cardiff will make the playoffs, but I think they might not make the final or they may lose in the final. I don't think they're strong enough. And I think, or maybe not that they're not strong enough. I just think other teams are stronger. What do you think about Cardiff specifically, mate? Um, listen, I think if they got in the playoffs, I think it would be an unbelievable achievement. Um, and then the um, Kev just said it there about, about about it being a lottery. Um, I, I, I think Cardiff will become dangerous because there's no pressure on them to get promoted, and that's where teams become dangerous. The pressure is going to be on the team who finished third, um, and that'll be either uh, Brentford, I believe, or Leeds or West Brom. You know what I mean? So I think that um, will become um, a bit of a a bit of a lottery. But listen, the the, the, the teams and the um, the quality on show in the playoffs and the championship is going to be unbelievable because the games are are always notoriously nervous because of the, the amount of money what's involved. But at the same time, it's um it's going to be huge because the games seem to be a little bit better, a lot more goals, a lot more free football, um, and the good players are, are stepping up a little bit with no fans being there. So it's um it's going to be exhilarating, I believe, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable, mate. Okay, I'm going to put you on a spot. Some quick fire questions, sort of. Who's going to win the league? Leeds. Who's going to finish second? Oh, I've just been sick a little bit. Um, Brentford. Who will be in the playoff final? Um, I believe West Brom will play. Obviously, the team in six. So I'll go West Bromish Albion against Nottingham Forest. And who will win the final? West Brom. And who will be relegated? Um, are we are we going on the are we going on the fact that we're gonna are gonna be twelve points deducted? Because yeah, yeah, if, the, they're gonna get if they do, if they go twelve points, um, uh, I'm gonna go uh, Luton Town. Uh, I'm gonna go Barnsley, even though they are on a good run, by the way. Um, I'm gonna go Wigan. I'm gonna stick my neck out, and I'm gonna go. They've got they'll have to win three or four. They'll have to win three games to stay up, and. If they have a bad result of the weekend, then this could all blow up in their face. So I'm going to go Wigan as well. So um, I'm going to go Luton, uh, Stoke, and Hull. As, uh, Three huge clubs, by the way, aren't they? Yeah, as well. Because huge I think clubs. Barnsley are just hitting form at the right time. Yeah, they are. Um, but they do a bad run, I believe. But I, 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 if it'll happen, I don't know. Playoff final, I think, will be Cardiff City versus West Brom. Cardiff, I don't know if, uh, Cardiff City on penalties. See, see, you see, we, we've got to be careful because I, I, I don't think that can happen because it's the way that the fixtures go. It'll be third against sixth, and then third, uh, 
third against sixth and fourth, uh, fourth against fifth in the semi-final. So Cardiff would have to get above Forest mm. or um, Fulham to, get to for that to happen. Which listen, it's doable. Because All right, okay, I'll change it then. I'll go it's doable. with. Um, so what would it be? It would be Cardiff. Cardiff against West Brom, Cardiff for example, or Brentford. West Brom. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go Cardiff City versus Leeds in the playoff final, <laughs> and I'm going to go West Brom and Brentford to finish top two. I'm going to go for Brentford to win the league. Listen, the way that they're playing and free scoring, and I've seen the next couple of fixtures, by the way, um, and obviously we'll go on about results and fixtures later on, but they've got some really, really winnable games, and other sides have got some really, really tough games. Um, and it's going to be really, really interesting. You know what I mean? That listen, Derby could make the uh, the top six. Uh, there's always a team who comes in late, but I believe Cardiff have left it late as well. So Cardiff are in there currently. Um, you know what I mean? You've still got the the likes of Blackburn, who yes, they're on a bit Lost of a bad two, run, they, in the row. But you still got Swansea. They've had a, a shocker since the Middlesbrough game. Um, so listen, so, there's still you can't you can't rule teams out because there's there's just so there's six points to play. You know, so it's. Yeah. Uh, it's eighteen points. Eighteen points is a lot to. If you if you win if you if you get the it's Swansea win every game now for the rest of the season. They're in the playoffs, so you can't really ruin anyone out at the minute. If you go with um, the teams uh, talking playoffs now, teams who are, have come into the from the break in form, you've got Cardiff taking seven from nine. Uh, you've got Derby. Uh, Swansea haven't been very good. Blackburn lost two in a row. Uh, what have Millwall done? Mm, not great. Been hitting this and then I've been great. Bristol City, same bit of a uh, bit all over the shop. Charl- the if, Charl- if Charlton was still up there, they'd have a chance because they're, they're they're probably the most informed yeah, side. They're informed, they? Yeah, Wigan as well. Wigan yeah, totally, informed. totally agree. Totally um, agree. And they've, and they've done it at the right time. What, right? What's Wigan on? Fifty. See, a couple of extra games and uh, no administration, and Wigan would be in with a shout of. Uh, a late totally run, agree. but they're gonna they'd run out of games now. Um, all right, so let's have a look. Uh, since our last show, mate, we've had a, a load of championship results. So um, we're just gonna kind of go through these bit by bit, and just gonna give me like a sentence or something, pick something from each game to, to talk about. Uh, so the Friday night game was the Brentford West Brom game. I said I, w- I was excited to watch it, and I and I did mention Ollie Watkins. Um, I know Ollie's name's been mentioned in the in the. In the in the in the questions and in the group chat below, and listen, Ollie Watkins, when you've got someone like that firing your your, your front line, you've got you've got an opportunity, you've got a chance. So um, keep it going, you know what yeah. I mean? Because he's a he's a breath of fresh air at the minute, and uh, and, and is a game changer. Spot on, mate. Uh, Charlton won QPR nil. Uh, Lee Boyer just you know wrote him off. Um, Obviously, the Cardiff talk, and he's come back with a vengeance and come back even stronger. And the group of players, by the way, have got to give themselves a massive pat on the back with all these players who haven't played and aren't playing. Um, that he, the manager, and the players who have stuck around um, are showing Lyle Taylor and 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 the rest who haven't turned up, and they're showing them up a little bit. So good on him, fair play to them, and hopefully they they can get safe because Charlton didn't deserve what 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 happened to them really. Yeah, and then Cardiff followed up their win over Leeds with a 3-1 victory over Preston, who's been their bogey team for so long. Um, yeah, as I say, I watched watched the game. It was um, it was quite a quite a dire first half, to be honest. It was quite quiet, um, and then second half it came came alive. And I, I thought Cardiff going forward once they brought a couple of changes on uh, Lee Tomlin in particular, uh, I thought it was electric. And um, Joe Rawls got a very good header. Um, Mendes Lang finish was. Excellent, you know, composure and driving through the middle, pace and strength. Um, uh, obviously, Preston got themselves back into it. Um, but then uh, Gratzel's third goal was was superb again. So um, going forward, uh, creating chances, scoring goals again. So it was uh, it was a refreshing change, really, from a um, Cardiff City point of view. And on the back of the Leeds game, it it uh, it showed real quality. Spot on, mate. Um... Sorry, my screen just scrolled down. Uh, Swansea nil, Luton one. Surprise result of the weekend. I didn't see it coming. I um, did. Yeah, you did. You called it. Um, but I think if Swansea are going to fail this season, uh, you, they're going to have to look back at results like this because if you've got any aspirations about getting promoted or getting in the playoffs, you can't afford to 
um, to drop to drop through well to drop one point two points three points against um, a side who was bottom of the league and you know what I mean it's it's given Luton a, a small glimmer of hope of of staying up uh, which is good for them but for me um, they held on at times but um, got a good winning goal. Yeah, their defence, Swansea's defence since lockdown has been horrific. I don't know what they've been doing um, in the kind of pre-season, if you like, but it's, yeah. it's not working. Uh, Barnsley, nil, Millwall, nil. Um, yeah, well, I raved on all summer side, didn't I? Early shows about Barnsley keeping clean sheets. Uh, and ever since uh, I mentioned about Barnsley keeping clean sheets, they've kept uh, two on the belt. Oh, sorry, they've got kept three on the bounce. So this is the third consistent... Uh, since lockdown, clean sheet for Barnsley. So, you know what I mean? If they can continue the way that they're playing defensively, they'll always create chances and score goals the way that they play. So, they'll give themselves a fighting chance, even though I wrote them off just now and put them in relegation. Um, you know what I mean? But I think the damage, if they do go down, will have been done about all the goals that shipped in earlier on the season because they, they shipped a, a horrific amount. Where at the minute they're giving themselves an opportunity to stay up. Yes, indeed. Uh, Derby County, two, Reading, one. Um, we spoke about Tom Lawrence on the show um, last weekend. He opened the scoring just before half-time. Very good performance again. And, and Wayne Rooney, what can you say? Yeah, the, the Wayne Rooney factor. Wayne's had a, a very good week where, with a couple of couple of goals. And listen, when you've got somebody like his, when you've got somebody like him in the, in the game to control games, to um, dictate composure in, 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 on the pitch and off the pitch, you've got a chance. Listen, he's, he's, he's world-class and has been for all his career. So they've got, a, they've got a chance. He's completely changed Derby season. Um, yeah. You look where they were when he came in. We were on about potentially being in a relegation battle. That's how bad they were and how low down the league they were. Yeah. And suddenly we're on about them, you know, making mm-hmm. a late run for the playoffs. Um, well, listen, Jim, you know, the, the, the manager as well, he's given himself an opportunity because if he can get in the playoffs, he'll probably see it as a, as a, good, um, a good season because yeah, the players that lost, the, the transition from last year from when Frank Lampard left, it's a, at the minute it's been a success. Put on, mate. Uh, then we had um, three all between Birmingham and Hull. Yeah, funny game this one. Hull, Hull two 0 up at half time, then um, just threw threw the game away with with just silly goals at silly times, and um, and then they took the lead themselves through uh, Herbie Kane, who, who scored again yesterday. So he's he's had a good week, um, but then Gary Gardner came and equalised last kick, and um, I think you've got to look at moments in games and and giving away last minute goals like Middlesbrough did yesterday and Hull did at the weekend. Those little things can cost you fine margins and hopefully it doesn't come back and bite teams on the backside, but you just never know. Indeed. Uh, Leeds United 3, Fulham nil. What a result. Yeah, performance, really. Performance of the weekend, as in attacking performance. Uh, they didn't give Fulham a, an opportunity and a foothold in the game. And they were le- when, when Leeds are on that kind of game and the kind of performance, they've got a chance. And, and it's probably every time that Paddy Bamford scores, Leeds win. He just doesn't score enough. You know, we've been we've been quite critical of him on here, and rightly so, because he's missed some really big chances and really big games. But um, he scored quite early, relaxed him. I thought he had a very good game. He came off at half time, which is quite usual or unusual that he come off that early, but usual that he comes off because it's it's probably him or the other. Uh, Hernandez came on, Alioski came on, and Alioski and Harrison scored, and they were they were unplayable. And even Scotty Parker at the end said uh, how disappointed he was, but how how good Leeds were, and you've got sometimes you've got to hold your hands up. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes teams are just better than you on the day, and um, yeah, I, I struggle, I struggle to 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 say it, but Leeds were exceptional on that day. Unfortunately, mm. they can't seem to string these performances into a run of games at the moment. No, they, they let themselves down against the little the, the lesser sides. That's what that's mm. the problem they've got. Uh, next up was the the mighty Middlesbrough winning two nil uh, away versus Stoke City. Neil Neil Warnock, it's all I need to say. Um, he's got a, a reputation for winning his first game in charge, um, and didn't let the didn't let the club down, didn't let himself down, didn't let the players down. Picked the right formation, I believe. You know, I mean, going forward, they were they were electric. Um, and listen, he's given them an opportunity to stay up. You know, what I mean, yes, they had a, a negative result through the week, but. That result is massive because, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough place to go. And Stoke have got some really good players on paper, but uh, something massively wrong at that football club as well. So here you go, mate. Right, it's a question for you. What did Neil Warnock do differently to uh, Woodgate from the week before? 
Um, he, he puts, for me, he puts um, round pegs in round holes. And, 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 and what I mean is he put right players in right positions and didn't just fill, them, fill a team up with the, with the best players. You know what I mean? He put the, the right people in the right areas. He played two centre-forwards. He played Britis on Belonga and he played Fletcher. Fletcher scored the first goal. I thought Brit was outstanding. Didn't get his reward with a goal. He played Patrick Roberts, who I thought was excellent as well. He was neat and tidy. He got in dangerous areas in between the lines. And I, and he really hurt Stoke. Um, they won the battles all over the pitch. They looked solid in defence. Um, I thought Spence, again, was was absolutely excellent. Um, and they've given themselves an opportunity. That's all I can say. And, um, you know what I mean? If they, if they do stay up, I'll refer back to the Stoke City game because that is just, it was a huge result. So, here's the thing for me. That's exactly what he did when he came into Cardiff, when Cardiff was struggling. They needed something. And he came in and he took a, took the team back to basics and played players in their strongest positions. Didn't mm. pick the best players necessarily. He picked the best team overall. Which, you know, and that's what Warnock does. And he does it very, very well. Um, is what it is, I suppose. But uh, Stoke... Hmm, they just... I, I, I really worry for them, and, and and to be fair, this isn't just a one-off though. Si. It's been coming for years, and well, you know, been I do, like it all season, haven't they? Yeah, listen, they, they go, go through managers, they go, the players, it, the players have got to look at themselves. You know, what I mean, take responsibility on the pitch because manager can only do so much, and chairman can do very, can do very little. But this time of the, this time of their season, the chairman are watching the game, the managers watching the game. They can't make wholesale changes. They can't go and bring in players, so they're. They believe in and playing what they've got and think it's the best option. And at the minute, they're getting let down a little bit. Um, so, just Leslie made a comment there. He says um, he can't understand why the Coates family owners of Beth365 and the owners of Stoke uh, buy some world class players, pay them big money, and Stoke would get back to the Premiership. The, the, you know, the owners are loaded, um, which they are, of course. However, what you've got, I think what you've got to ask yourself is how much money they've already spent. Well, that, 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 that's going to be my point. This can't be never-ending. This is the thing. Their, their remit has got to be to buy the best possible side to get them out of the championship. They've got an England goalkeeper in goal and Jack Butland. They've got James Chester, who's played for Aston Villa and got promoted, Premier League defender. Um, you've got Powell, who's played for Man United. You've got James McLean. You've got Klukas. You've got Campbell. Um, you substitute on, on, players, on Saturday. You've got, you've got Lee Gregory. You've got Tom Ince. You've got Sam Vokes. How many more players and how much more money has a football club got to spend in order for have success? And those kind of players should not be where they are in the league. Well, in the, my the, opinion, the, mate, spend, um, you'd have to spend a boatload of money to get better players than that for a championship team. And I'm I talking totally, like I totally agree. money. Because I totally agree. I would say 85 to 90% of those players you just mentioned are on their best days or when they're in form, Premier League players. Because they've all played in the Premier League side, so or for the country. So but, you know, what I mean, for me, they're, un they're underachieving, massively underachieving. And a little bit of the point I'll, I'll mention for Leslie there is um, uh, the chairman also his hands are tied because yes, he's got he's, yes, he's making money, he's got money, but he's also got a business at the end of it, and he's parachute money which is which is run out from the Premier League. You know what I mean? He's then at a crossroads of what to do with the football club because you can't keep pumping money into a football club and keep it failing. So, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a business decision. The thing is, we talked when Nathan Jones was in charge, we talked about these players letting the manager down, but they get rid of the manager, as so often happens. But, you know, at what point do these players have to say, right, it's our fault, we're not performing? Because they're just going through managers and managers and managers and coaches. Mm. Nothing's changing. Not they might have a little run I, here I, and there. When I was a player um, and teams were underachieving and, and playing badly, um, the captain dragged us all together and uh, a few home truths were said in a pub, um, in the changing room, and we all listened because you're all pushing in the same direction. It's got to, everyone's got to care. And if you don't care, that's when, um, that's when the problems start. And, you know, I mean, the cracks start to appear. And, um, and there's a, from an outsider looking in and what I'm watching and what I've seen last Saturday... Um, there's quite a few cracks in that football club. Spot on, mate. Uh, Kelly says there, Joe Allen to Cardiff City. I would love that, i got to say. But um, i got a feeling that um, he might not because of 
It'd be a dream. It'd be a dream. It'd be a dream. Swansea, uh, be a Swansea dream. connections, I think. However, yeah. I believe I read somewhere that he fell out with the Swansea fans when he left for Liverpool. So maybe there's hope. Watch this space. Indeed. Uh, oh, there you are. Johnny Grish just says, on paper, Stoke of one of the best teams in the league. Well, listen, we've said this. We, listen, when I, when I saw the team on Saturday, I was a little bit nervous, a little bit worried. Uh, and then I started to watch them play a little bit and then I was a little bit more confident because they just didn't look like the players that I knew of old. And, you know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying I hope to go down, but I just as long as Middlesbrough don't go down, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Right, back to the back to the one-sentence one reviews. Uh, okay, where we got? Where do we get to? Stoke, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Wigan Athletic 2, Blackburn Rovers nil. Blackburn, the, yeah, what just... we've been tipping. And mm. Wigan, who we tipped to go down. And Wigan are in form. Yeah, so I'll probably apologise to Stewie Downing and say, sorry, mate, because ever since we've, uh, we told you that we'd, we fancied you and backed you to get promoted, you've had a little bit of a shock since this lockdown. Yeah, unfortunately. But, and listen, Si, this was, this was always going to happen to certain teams. The lockdowns had a negative effect on, on teams who had momentum. And it's happened to Blackburn and... I do really feel sorry for them because I thought, and on paper, again, on paper they've got a very good side, but paper wins absolutely nothing. Indeed. Uh, as we go into the last 10 minutes of the show, we are going to whip through these. So we're going to, one sentence, got to keep it to one sentence, mate. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. Okay. Bristol City 1, Sheffield Wednesday 2. Um. Not surprised with the same thing. Lockdowns affected Bristol City in, in, in a negative way. And Sheffield Wednesday have had some positive results as well since lockdown. They got a last-minute equaliser against Nottingham Forest uh, the week before. Um, so they're doing all right um, for, in, with Gary Monk. So let's see. Let's see. Watch this space. But uh, obviously Cardiff, I know, played Bristol City the weekend. Um, so another huge game for both teams, not just for Cardiff, for both sides. Forest 3, Huddersfield weren't. I watched this game and um, disappointed for um, with Huddersfield for long periods, but they should have had a penalty, which affected the game massively. But Forest were excellent going forward, and when you've got Lewis grabbing as a centre forward, you've got a chance. He's a he, for me, he's one of the best centre forwards Machine. in the league. Yeah, Machine, he's very good, mate. very uh, good. And then on the Tuesday, we had Millwall one, Swansea one. Yeah, early game on the Tuesday. I'm not sure if uh, if a draw is just the worst result in the world for both sides. So um, yeah, it doesn't really affect it. Uh, I know Swansea were Swansea were one 0 down, so to come back is probably a decent result. Yeah, and then you had Barnsley with another victory and another clean sheet, mate. Yeah, yeah. Another what clean did we sheet, say this yeah. in the preview show all mm. those weeks ago? Yeah. Well, I th- it's key. You know, I mean, you, you're always going to score goals in this division. So if you can keep clean sheet, Middlesbrough got promoted on it under I, I talk Aranka a few years ago. Neil Warnock got promoted under it uh, with Nathan Ever- with, with Etheridge keeping all those clean sheets. You can keep clean sheets. You've got a chance to get promoted. It's that simple. Spot on, mate. I can't couldn't agree more. Uh, then we had the Cardiff City nil, Charlton nil. I want to have a little bit of a chat about this one because. Mm. Well, uh, I I get, got a, a, selection wrong. I got to be yeah, well, a result, a result for me, which just was just shocking, really. You know what I mean? I, I agree. You know what I mean? That the, the personnel changed from the weekend, and and I didn't really think it needed to. Um, and I think the players who've affected the game in a positive way started, and that was a wrong call for me. Yeah, they should have kept it the same. Um, it's a bit of a blow, obviously, finding out that um, uh, Uncle Albert was leaving. Um, but he also hadn't played a great deal since lockdown's been lifted. So you can't use that as an excuse other than morale. But they should have got into this full of beans, full of um, full of a lot of confidence. And it just wasn't it at all. The players who had been performing well didn't really click. I, like you said, Glatzel's done so well off the bench. Mendes Lang done so well off the bench. I understand giving them a chance, but they've proven to be making a big difference off the bench. And I just wonder whether that was the right game to change the starting lineup. To no, I totally extent. agree. I, I, I totally agree. I, I'm, I'm all for freshen, freshening things up uh, when they need to be. I'd um, rather but... see Lee Tomlin start, mate. I've got to yeah. be honest. To give him yeah, a bit yeah. of creativity, you know, from that side of it. Um, next, Reading nil. Brentford three, another whopping result for Brentford as they cruise mm. towards the end of the season. It's a, um, a massive, massive, massive statement um, of intent um, moving forward, and 
Uh, I've seen some of the fixes coming up for Brentford as well, so there's uh, there's opportunities for um, for them to to really grasp and, and get close to um, the Premier League, basically. You know what I mean? For, forget who's ahead of them. Forget forget what's you know what I mean. You can only win what you what what you can. And if they do end up in the playoffs, they're going to go in the playoffs with so much confidence because they've won so many games, and it's the manner of them winning games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, QPR one, Fulham two. Uh, yeah, well, I know uh, Fulham, what, Fulham went one nil, one nil down quite early, early in the game, and then Harry Archer equalised, and um, and then Christie scored the winner towards. The set. Fulham needed this massive, massive result. Um, QPR similar to uh, Blackburn, um, that lockdowns done no favours basically. And then we have Wigan Athletic three. Uh, oh, sorry, I missed out. Leeds United one, Luton one first. Yeah, frustrating. I watched. Uh, I watched a big part of the game, and um, Luton held their own for very long, very long periods. They went one 0 ahead, and then um, and the leads drew level. But they had a, they had enough chances to win twelve games, never mind one game. So um, Luton can see see it as a as a huge point. And if they stay up by a point, then that will be a massive point of the season. And then finally, we have Wigan Athletic three, Stoke City nil. Um, awful again from Stoke, uh, but obviously Wigan got the result, and then and then obviously went in administration the next day. So um, if that was the, the the plan, then naughty, naughty. Then let's let's have to let's have to see. But I think uh, Stoke City, it's uh, it, it, that's, I think it's, it's a way that it could save them, unless the points are rolled over for next season and they start on minus minus twelve or whatever next season. Yeah, I saw. Um, I think it was Kelly said in the uh, in the comments that they maybe dropped uh, or maybe deducted 15 points from the start of next season which mm. that is a killer uh, can you imagine that like 15 like i don't know psychologically must be very difficult to to get past that but i think i'd rather have it at the start of the season than well if it w- w- it, this would this would this could relegate them now or the start next season in the championship with Minus fifteen, they've so. got to make up a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's probably a good decision, a good call. Okay, so uh, then we'll have our two up and two down for the week. Who have you got for your downs, please, mate? Um, I've got Swansea City. So I started with Swansea because I just thought um, the way that they played against Luton Town um, obviously didn't give me an opportunity um, to just just to give myself a foothold in. Um, in the championship moving forward, you know, it was a it was a um, a poor result, but more 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 of a poor of a performance. Um, so I had Swansea City's defence specifically since lockdown because I feel it's been terrible. Um, but because you went for Swansea, I changed it, and I have actually gone for Neil Harris's team selection in the Charlton game simply because I think he had done so well in those first two games that he created problems for himself by switching it up in the manner which he did. Now, if we were talking three, four, five games in, and then he had given those players off the bench a chance, that's a different story for me. But yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd won, we'd look fresh, we'd look good, we'd, look, we'd won convincingly. There was no need to, to change it up at that point. Yeah, and totally I, in my opinion, I think it cost us. Um, and then your second down, mate, please. Um, I've gone for Tom Lawrence um, and Damn. Uh, yeah, because he got sent off in the ninety fourth minute, and the way that Derby are playing in the minute, the way he's playing, um, he got involved in a in a push and shove game after the final whistle, and just didn't need to do it. He's got himself now banned for the next game, and it's just it, that could have a massive effect on Derby County going forward or him because if Derby win next game, will he get back in? He probably will because he's a good enough player. But you know what I mean? You've got to be selfish a little bit, and you know what I mean. If someone's pushing you because you've won the game, walk away and laugh. You know, so. And uh, Rye just reminded me that I missed out. Uh, no, I'm not bothered. I'm not, no, I'm not bothered. Not bothered. Well done, Hull. Well done, Hull. There we go. Well done, Hull. Okay. Oh, and uh, my uh, my down is um, is I went, so these were initially uh, as of probably three days ago. These this team was in my ups, uh, and it's Wigan Athletic. They were in my ups because their form on the pitch has been superb. That's outstanding. Unfortunately, as we discussed earlier in the show, off the pitch, not so good. And um, I feel it is a, a little bit dishonest and a bit shady. But, um, you know, maybe it's not and it's just coincidence. But it does feel like, like we, like you said at the start of the show, mate, they've, they've waited until they've got a nice big cushion 
over the relegation zone. And then they've sort of said, right, we can't pay our debts. But there we go. Mm. Uh, and your ups, mate. Uh, Wayne Rooney. Um, you know what I mean? He just he just oozes class. He's like a fine wine. He seems to get better with age. And you know what I mean? He's had a really good week. Not just individual game. He's um, yeah, he's a very, very, very accomplished individual. And he's bringing the best out of a group of players. Mm, not bad. So I've gone for uh, Ollie Watkins first and foremost. Oh, didn't His think of performances. Him. Didn't think just, of him. He just made. He does everything for Brentford. Not just the goals he scores, he lifts everyone, he, he defends from the front. I just, what a team player, what a striker. Um, that's all I, you know, can't add much more yeah. to that. Great shout out. Second one from you, mate? Uh, Luton Town, um, you know what I mean? They've had, a, uh, they've had a really good week. They got Swansea City away from home uh, and then they got Leeds United. You know, those two games at the start of the season or any time during the season, you're thinking two defeats, how, how many can we keep it down? So to get, a, to get four points out of those two games is... Is absolutely outrageous. So, Luton Town, well done. Uh, and I've gone for my second up as Robert Glatzel for his performance, particularly in those first two games since the lockdown. Um, he was under pressure coming out, yeah, of the, out of the lockdown. He hadn't really performed. He hadn't really scored many goals. Um, and I think not just his, his work rate has him upped and his overall performances have got better. His finishing has been exceptional. Um, yeah. Real, real good top draw finishing. And that's what he was brought in for. Okay. So, we're going to finish off now. We're just going to do our predictions quickly. And then, as we go into injury time, we'll uh, answer a couple of questions before we finish off. So, last week's predictions, uh, Andy won 5-4. Which makes it 1-0 uh, to you, Andy, after the first week since lockdown. So, we'll make a note of that. <clears throat> Clean sheet so far. Clean sheet. Clean sheet. Like Barnsley. <laughs> Disgraceful. Right, okay. Uh, next week's predictions. There's lots of these, so we're going to keep them brief. Um, Friday tonight, Charlton versus Millwall. Oh, home win. And I'll go for... Yeah, I'm going to go Charlton too. Next up, we've got Derby and Forest, sorry. Oh, great game, great game. I'll go draw. Go draw. Oof, oof. A draw, and I'll go. Do, 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 do. I'm going to go f Derby. Uh, Blackburn Leeds. Oh God, these games. Um, Hard work. Mate. Yeah, I'm going to go draw again. Oh, two draws. I'm going to go oh, Leeds. <clears throat> <laughs> Don't like doing that. I did not like saying that. No, you didn't. Uh, Wigan versus Brentford. Sorry, mate. Uh, uh, Brentford. Brentford. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I tell you what, for the for the fun of the game, I'm going to go for a Wigan win for the upset. The form side, they're going to be under pressure, mm. and so I'm going to go for the the shock. Bristol City versus the mighty Cardiff City. You know Cardiff. who I'm going for. Yeah, so Cardiff. You. Mm-hmm. Did, did wonder whether you may go for the team in red. No, no chance. Uh, Fulham versus Birmingham. Home win for me. Fulham will win that. Um, I'm going to go for a draw there. A draw. Um, Huddersfield Town versus Preston. Home win. They need, they need to win. Huddersfield have to win to give them a chance. I'll go home win. I'm going to go Preston. Because... I just got a feeling that Huddersfield are going to get dragged back into it. And I tell you what, they, I think they'll be begging for Wigan to get um, points deducted this season after the way they've started since the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Just to give themselves a bit of a cushion. Uh, Luton Town versus Reading. Oh, I think Reading are on an awful run of form, so I'm going to go home win. Yeah, me too. I'm going to go with them too. Uh, Stoke City versus Barnsley. I'm going home win. I'm going home win. I'm going against the grain. I'm going to go Barnsley. You're going to let a goal in. At least one. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. You're brave going for I know I am. Is all I say. Brave, I know. brave. Brave or stupid? Well, stupid. I'm going to go for Barnsley. Barnsley. Uh, the Swansea City versus Sheffield Wednesday. You know who I'm oh, going for? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, do you know what? I, I, I went to Swansea Don't last week. So. 
I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Swansea. And if they lose, I've, I've, it's a win-win, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, versus QPR. Uh, well, Middlesbrough. Neil Warnock's first home game. Sort of. Yeah, I'm going to go for Middlesbrough as well. Uh, West Brom versus Hull City. West Brom. I think Hull got the result the other day, which they needed. I believe West Brom need to do the same this week. Uh, yeah. Same for me. I think West Brom there, I'm afraid. I don't like to go for the same the same team too often, but yeah. you know. So sometimes you don't have a choice. Uh Forest Fulham. Forest. And uh, I'm gonna go Fulham. Uh Brentford Charlton. Home win for me, Brentford will win again. Yeah. Uh yeah, Brentford. Brentford and Charlton Luton and Barnsley. Oh, what a game that is. Barnsley. I'm going to go Luton. Uh, Reading versus Huddersfield. Oh, go draw. I'll go a draw. I don't think that'll be a very good game. It's like a bar fest. And I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Charlie Adam to score the winner. 95th minute. 1-0 Reading. Cardiff City versus Blackburn. Home win. And then we have... Need it. Millwall Borough. Oh, as long as the middle's win Saturday, I'll take a draw. So I'll go a draw. And I'll go with Millwall win. Oof. No, I won't. I'm going to go with Borough win. I mean, I'll go. Uh, West Brom derby. I'm going um, home. Oh, home win. Big games. Big games for the week. Yeah, I'm going Derby that one. Uh, Birmingham Swansea. Um, home win. And you've had your you've had your look at you've had your, you've had your lot of me. <laughs> and uh, Bristol Hull. What I love about this, by the way, mate, is if you look in the comments, everybody is also giving their predictions yeah, I know. as well. Which I know I think it's great, isn't it? awesome. Yeah, it's we'll funny. have a little check of them. Um, but, 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 Birmingham. Bristol Hull. Oh, Bristol, uh, sorry. Bristol City, yeah. yeah, Bristol, yeah. I, I went, yeah. Bristol City will win against Hull. Um, and I'm going to go with Hull for that one. And then we'll have Wigan, QPR. Wigan. Wigan. I, I used to have a friend, or a friend of a friend, called Wigan Dave. Wigan so Dave. Go, I'm going to go for Wigan. I'll go for Dave. Shout out to Wigan Dave. Wigan Dave. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday versus Preston North End. Uh, oh, home win. Chef Wednesday have still got a, a, a small glimmer if they can carry on the farm. So home win. So there's a crack in the door. I'm going Preston for that one. And to finish us off for the week, Leeds United versus Stoke City. Oh, I'm going to go for Stoke to end oh, their Leeds. terrible run of losing against Leeds. And you're going to go Leeds. And that's us. Okay. Just to finish us off, because we're deep, we're into Fergie time now. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to scroll right up to the top and see what questions we've got. Okay. So we've got James Costley said, "Did you uh, do you still think... Uh, oh, no, he says, still think Swansea will make top six, question mark. No, I, I think they've, they've absolutely blown it with the, with the results they have. And if Swansea fans are honest with themselves, I think that they'll know that because teams yeah. have... Teams are in form, and and, and and there's no teams coming out of it. There's, for me, there's only one gap. There's only one gap to be filled, um, and there's too many teams at the minute who are who are ahead of them. Derby, Cardiff, even probably Blackburn at the minute. So it's a big ask. Yeah. Uh, Richie Thomas asked, "Do you think uh, Neil Harris chose the wrong team selection, which we kind of covered versus Charlton? Uh, any views on why Will Vokes didn't start the game? Two points dropped, in his opinion." Uh, he picked the wrong team in my opinion but listen I've questioned sometimes Neil's um, team selection and it's come back to bite me on the backside so uh, I ain't going to start now because you've got to give me an opportunity and, and look at if if someone had offered us um, seven points out of three games I'd have snapped their hands off so yeah. you know what I mean out, out, out of the three games let's look at the positive and yes it was a, a dire game but um, we were probably do one after winning two away games so let's let's see the positives and would Kiefer Moore be a good signing for Cardiff City? No. Um, the, way, the, way that, the, the way that Neil plays, um, he's a big target man, but 
I don't know, Cardiff. What I've watched, especially away from home, the last couple of games. Uh, sorry, against um, Preston, especially. They went with pace and 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 that frightened people to death. And that's where the goals came from. Uh, if they can get Gratzel flying like he has been coming off the bench, then he'd be a real asset next season. In my opinion, um, keeper Moore is not as good as Gratzel. And in my opinion, I think Welsh fans particularly are blinded by keeper Moore's form for Cardiff City. Uh, in the in the championship and League One or League One, I'm not as familiar with, but in the championship, he has not scored very many goals. Um, not to say his you know his uh, his play further out from the goal is not uh, you know it's good, but I just in my opinion, I think Kyle City should be looking at maybe someone a step above. And that's no disrespect to Kiefer. I'm a big big fan of his work for Wales. He's been outstanding for Wales, and. I just saw Martin just put a question in right at the end. Uh, where did I see it? I'm sure, I saw it. I'll look at my phone. Oh, he said, "Who do we think is going to go down?" Um, uh, I've already said on a Wigan, Barnsley, and Luton for me. Can't afford, can't afford the Reds to slip through that net. Can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, I um, I think who did I say? I said Luton, Stoke. And Huddersfield or Hull? Hull, Hull City. Hull, yeah. Mm. yeah, I think those today would be my three. Um, and Kelly makes a great point there. She says, when you have Bale and Ramsey playing, placing the ball onto Kiefer Moore's head, how can you not look good? That's well, I think that's the thing, point. isn't it? You know what I mean? That he's, he's playing international football. And it must be. And I've, I've asked this question on the show. I asked it to Cav. Um, I asked it to other players, other international players about... Stepping back to your club after you've played with these kind of players must be difficult, and the transition which Keeper Moore, for example, you know, what I mean, doesn't doesn't replicate the same form for club and country. So, you know, what I mean, is that is that the quality of players he's playing with? Then there's only Keeper can um, to answer those questions, really. You know, so it's a, it's, a, it's it's always a difficult situation. But like, um, is it Kelly who just said that? Yeah. So like Kelly, like Kelly said there, it's it's a no-brainer. You know, what I mean, you're playing world-class players, you're gonna you're gonna get world-class service. Spot on mid. Um, okay, there we are. We're ten minutes deep into injury time, but we will not break the hour mark for this show. I am determined. Thank you to everyone who's commented and watched Monday evening, seven thirty, the Andy Campbell Football Show with former Fulham striker Mr. Barry Hales. Very much looking forward to having a chat mm. with Barry. Uh, and of course, you can check out all the other shows on Ace Podcast Nation. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the social media. Thanks very, uh, thanks very much to Black Diamond Sports for the, all the support and helping the show. As I said at the start of the show, they're a global sports agency representing sports stars all across the world. And you can check out their social media pages in the description. And, of course, uh, at the end of the show, you'll see it. And, uh, of course, real big shout-out to our sponsors, Bespoke Financial. We thank them for sponsoring the show. And, uh, Andy... Lastly, thank you to you, sir. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait. And I can't wait for Monday. Um, just by looking up um, and seeing some of Barry's goals, it's just been, yeah, it's going it's to be a cracking show. I can't wait to talk about um, some of those goals and some of those uh, clubs that he's played for and some of the players that he's played with. It's going to be uh, going to be amazing. Carl Heinz Riedler, he played with. I know, yeah, I know. It's crazy, man. Lewis Beaumont, yeah. There's loads. There's Zaha, a, oh, there's a, Chris there's Coleman. A, there's a book full. Kit Simons, yeah, loads, yeah. loads of them. Yeah, I've been through it myself. Little whisper for you all. In the next couple of weeks, we have some unbelievable guests coming on the Andy Campbell Show and Ace Podcast Nation. So check it out. Look out on social media. Thank you all to everyone who's tuned in. Share, spread the word. And of course, uh, the audio version will be out uh, probably in the morning, maybe a bit later. You never know. And uh, we will see you Monday, 7.30 for a new show. Cheers, guys. My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my auntie Louise told mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen. Like if mummy or daddy got sick, then we'd get enough money to take care of us and our house would be paid for so it wouldn't get taken away. 
after an hour Darren said goodbye and Mummy and Daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.